And so congratulations. And so congratulations everyone on completing your first full day of practice. And I know that um, it takes a lot of courage to sit with ourselves. Mary Oliver, an American poet, she had a dream once. In her new dream, she said, someone I loved once gave me a box full of darkness, and it took me years to understand that this too was a gift. And I just want to normalize that um, you know, I heard so many uh, reports today of people having challenges, falling asleep, mind wandering. And um, it was actually very comforting for me to know that in the meditation text there is teachings on how to work with the challenges that come up when you meditate. Teachings on how you work with the challenges and teachings on how to support you to transform them. You know, I'm wondering if just for this Dharma talk, if we could just close these windows along here. Just, just for this time, because I, it's a little bit distracting. So tonight I want to speak about these challenges that come up in meditation as well as supports to help work with them. And so it's quite 
common that that we might experience any one of five or more challenges when we practice meditation. These are classically known as called the five hindrances or challenges. And the five are a mind that is just constantly wanting this and wanting that. And conversely, the mind can be consumed with aversion, with not wanting this, not wanting that. The third one is restlessness or boredom. The fourth is sleepiness. And the fifth one is doubt. Anybody experience any of this today? <laughs> look around, look around the room. You're in good company. And so, sincerely, I, I, it's so comforting for me to know that actually written in these meditation manuals is if you meditate, you will experience these hindrances. It's just part of the field. It doesn't mean that you're a bad meditator. I have taught many, many retreats through the years. And have sat many, many retreats through the years. Whether you're very experienced in meditation or if this is your first time. You will experience these hindrances. So I just want to normalize this. So I'd like to speak about each one a little bit. So 
So wanting mind is when you're sitting in meditation and you're just fantasizing about what you're wanting for dinner, what type of clothes you want to be wearing, and it goes on and on. I'm wanting to go home. Maybe I think I want to get a cup of coffee after this sit. This person looks pretty interesting. I'd like to talk with this person later. Well, I saw what this person was wearing, and I think I want to go home and buy that too. This retreat is really wonderful. I can't wait to the next retreat. It's going to be really great too. Wanting, wanting, wanting. The mind is in desire. And conversely, at times, I don't like this. When are they going to ring the bell? I don't like the way this person is breathing near me. Who moved my shoes over there? This moment is not measuring up. I want it to be different. It's too cold. It's too hot. It's too wet. It's too dry. Aversion. The mind is just spinning and spinning with aversion, not Anybody know what I'm talking about? Another popular one is restlessness, boredom. Will this meditation ever end? I wonder if ever if someone's ever died of boredom doing meditation. I'm so restless, I feel like a tiger, I'm pacing back and forth. Now we have an expression in English, I don't know if you have it in Chinese, but you might have something equivalent. It's called, I feel like I have ants in my pants. <laughs> You get something like that, what do you get? 
You have, you have some expression? Um, not exactly, no. What do you have? Well, I can't sit and I can't stand. So I feel I'm rest whether standing or sitting. Okay, that's a good one too. Oh, I, like I'm sitting on a... Um, on needles. On needles, yeah. yeah. Sitting on needles. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Something like crawling out of my skin. Very uncomfortable. So anybody have that? The feeling of just restlessness, boredom? Sleep for 12 hours, 15 hours a day, and then meditate. 
于是是有那么一百多张瑜伽垫，我会把一百一百多张放在这里。然后第一个练习呢，就要大家先睡十二个十到到十五个小时，当你们睡醒之后，我们才开始练习。Maybe the first day 15 hours of sleep, the next day 14 hours, the next day 13 hours. Gradually, by the end of the retreat, you get an eight-hour sleep. I can't tell you how many people I heard today. I'm so tired. And often the truth of it is, yeah, you are tired. But we've been in the world of doing, and now we finally entered into the world of being, and this is the first thing we discover how exhausted we are, because we finally have stopped. So most often it is because we're exhausted, but there are times where perhaps we're falling asleep because we just don't want to feel our life, and so that is a good question that we at times can ask ourselves. And the last uh, challenge is doubt. You might have a question arising. I don't know if this meditation is going to help me. I don't get all this, this noble silence, and no one talking. I'm looking at everyone. What's going on around here? Other people say meditation is good, but I don't know if it's going to help me. Doubt, doubt, doubt. So sometimes we not only experience one hindrance, but we can experience a few at the same time. Yeah, 
I call this a multiple hindrance attack. Nothing more uncomfortable than being filled almost at the same time, wanting, not wanting, restlessness, sleepiness, and doubt. So if you're experiencing all of these, this is normal, normal, normal. It's almost like, you know, Einstein has his theory of relativity, but in the meditation world, the theory of relativity is that if you meditate, you will have challenges. And from time to time, this will happen. And once, once you really begin to understand this is just part of the territory, it's not such a big deal. I mean, you can make it a really big deal if you want. Sometimes since we're here in a very moist environment, it's almost like a swamp-like experience. The reason that we call these hindrances or challenges is because they hinder the steadying of the mind and the heart. They hinder the development of wisdom and compassion. In the teachings, they speak sometimes of a simile of like a lake of water, a pool of water. And so instead of seeing clearly through the lake to the bottom, if you're in a place of wanting, it's like it's almost like the top of the lake has been dyed with red color. You're feeling a lot of aversion and not wanting. It's like the top of the lake is like boiling and bubbling. 
。如果你是充满着一种抗拒、不要、不要的心的话，就好像这个湖面沸腾的水一样，翻滚着、翻滚着，你看不见湖底。If you're feeling restless, it's like strong winds making the water all choppy and moving. 如果你感觉到坐立不安，这上等于在湖面有非常大的风在吹，什么湖水不停翻滚，你是看不清楚水底下面有什么。If you're very sleepy, it's like a whole bunch of algae is on the top of the water, so you can't see through. 如果你觉得是发困、疲惫、昏沉的话，就好像在水面的地方有长满了。And being filled with a lot of doubt is like all the water is muddy, mudded up, so you can't see through it at all. If we have a lot of doubt, then the water is So there is、um, antidotes that can be very helpful. And the antidotes are found in the next teaching on、uh, how to work with the hindrances that come up. And these are found in what's called the, the factors of awakening. And these are mindfulness, investigation. Energy, uh, joy, calmness, concentration, and balance or equanimity. And so, how this works is that these factors of awakening begin with mindfulness, awareness. There's times where we're just so lost in the wanting or the not wanting or the restlessness, these challenges that we're not even aware that we're lost in it. 有时候我们被掉进这些障碍里面，很想要一些东西，或者很不想要一些东西，或者坐立不安的时候，很大部分时候我们自己都没有觉察到我们已经掉到这五个障碍里面去。But once you become aware that you're wanting， 但是当我们发现，哎，我们现在的心，我的心是不仅想要想要一些的时候。You now have a choice to recognize that you're in a place of wanting, and maybe because you're aware of this, you can respond differently to it. You can let go of the grip. 
这是一个，当我们一个去高学正面去觉察到我在这一种什么样什么样的心态里面，因为我们发现到我们在这里面，也许我们就可以做出不一样的有觉察的回应。Maybe you're holding your fist so tightly you want something, you're holding it. 或者是有有如我们。Now I can become aware of it and I can release that grasp. So if you come into a place of wanting, the suggestion is with mindfulness is to feel it, to know it. To acknowledge it. So with wanting, feeling it, knowing it, and acknowledging it. 去感受这一种想要的的状态带来的感受，然后长远的存在，然后信心的。Perhaps you'll begin to discover what is really being longed for here. 也许在你去觉察的过程，也许让我们看到，在这一个表面的装取的表现，这这后面需要着我们去抓取的是什么。And with aversion, with not wanting, the same recipe to become mindful of it, to feel it, to know it, and to acknowledge it. Working wisely with not wanting, it will reveal to you with wisdom where you are stuck, what you are、um, pushing away against. When you become mindful of restlessness, feel it, know it, and acknowledge it. When you become mindful of sleepiness, feeling it, knowing it, acknowledging it, and as well as maybe open your eyes, stand up. Or to stand up. 
举杯是一种发困或者昏神的状态工作。Sleepiness might be revealing to you how imbalanced our life has become. When you become mindful of doubt, know it, feel it, acknowledge it. Here's doubt. I see you now. Coming mindful of the stories that I'm telling myself, the beliefs that I'm telling myself. So bringing our mindfulness to these hindrances will begin to shift them. Now I'm aware of them, and I can respond in a way to learn from them. The attitude of how we hold ourselves with practice is everything. The attitude that we hold ourselves with practice is everything. So I'd like to just offer you a reading from Bob Sharples, an Australian meditation teacher. He says, "Don't meditate to fix yourself, or to heal yourself, or to improve yourself, or to redeem yourself. Rather, do it as an act of love, of a deep, warm friendship to yourself." And in this way, there's no longer any need for the subtle aggression of self-improvement and for the endless guilt of not doing enough. It offers a possibility of an end to the ceaseless rounds of trying so hard that wraps our lives in a knot. And so, how about meditation as an act of love? Meditation, for us, is an act of love. 
of befriending our own heart. So I really want to convey this to you. This practice is, comes out of love, not out of fear and rigidity. And so I really want to encourage the way that we work with our practice is one of developing some kindness in relationship to ourselves. To give back our heart to ourselves. This is an inside job. We're working on ourselves in our own heart. Heart surgery. You see, the brain is here and the heart is here. It's probably, if you get a ruler, maybe about 12 inches. It's a journey of a lifetime to bring these together. So may we recognize our teachers come in disguises. That person that took the last uh, cookie is your teacher. The person that offered their cookie to you is your teacher. The world is our teacher. Our life is our teacher. So we're on a deep journey about learning how to be with our in our own hearts. It is said that the shamans of old, they would travel with people to their hells and back. And the only way that they could learn how to travel with people they worked with, with their hells and back, is they had to have traveled inside their own hells and back. So the Persian poet Rumi, he has a very beautiful poem called The Guest House. And he says, this being human is a guest house, and every morning a new arrival. 
这首诗叫做《宾客之屋》，它是这么写的：生而为人，犹如宾客之屋，每天早晨都有新的访客。A joy, a depression, a meanness, a momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. And Rumi invites us when he says, "Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of all its furniture." 我们说，欢迎并款待大家吧。今天是一群带来痛苦哀伤的人，他们用暴力横扫屋子，破坏所有的家具。Treat The dark thoughts, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door and invite them in. Meet them at the door and invite them in. That's a pretty radical statement. Meet them at the door? Are you kidding? But if we're hungry to want to know the truth, if we're hungry to want to heal our hearts, these two are our teachers. We can kind of live our life and not see anything, or we potentially can choose to look closely. What is here? This is often not the way of the world. So I'd like to read you a quote from、um, Saint Augustine that was written in the year 399. That's a long, long time ago. 399. He says people travel to wonder at the height of the mountains, at the huge waves of the seas. People wonder at the long courses of the rivers, the vast compass of the ocean, the circular motion of the stars, and then they walk right past themselves without ever wondering. We are wondering here. And deep bows and thank you for your practice and your willingness to sit with your heart. Thank you for your practice and your willingness to sit with your heart. 
我们这个心抱有着这一种很大的好奇心，我因为这样给予大家一个深深的鞠躬。There's age-old wisdom that speaks about in many different spiritual and psychological traditions to turning into the pain. Of course, the way of the world is to turn away from the pain, and there's a thousand medications I can try to offer you, and you can give me a lot of money, and I'll be happy. You might feel it to be counterintuitive. What turning into my pain? I want to get away from it. So I want to offer you a metaphor. It may not be so relevant in Taiwan, but yet in Beijing, those of you in Beijing, you'll know what I'm talking about. And that is when you're driving in the winter time in the snow. Sometimes you get into skids. And when you're a new driver, the impulse is to turn away from the skid. Sorry, turn into right. Turn away. Turn away. And when you turn away, your car keeps on skidding out. And the only way that you really can get out of the skin is you turn your wheels towards it, turning into it. So in the same way, when we come up against some pain, we're learning in this practice to turn into it. When I say turn into it, what I mean is we're going to acknowledge that it's here. It begins to lose its power when, instead of meeting it with resistance, we meet it with awareness and acknowledge that it's there. Yes. 
希望有同工或者是同古孤神在，我们用一种去觉察跟他同在的态度，去跟这一种痛苦或者疼痛工作。In the story of the Buddha, there's a story about him staying up and meditating through the night, and a demon came to visit him named Mara to tempt him. It is said in a metaphor that a whole bunch of arches shot arrows towards the Buddha when he was meditating to try to scare him. And supposedly the Buddha said to the, the demon's name was Mara. And he says, Mara, I see you. And it is said through magical powers the the arrows turned into lotus blossoms. Mara got angry and tried other things. To try to tempt the Buddha. And so every time that Mara did this, the Buddha would say, "Mara, I see you." And then even the Buddha would say, "Would you like to stay with me and have a cup of tea?" And Mara did, no, I'm just kind of go away all upset. So the power of truth, of naming what's here, I see you, Mara. Another name for the hindrances is Mara. Wanting, not wanting, restlessness, sleepiness, doubt, that's all Mara. So next time Mara's knocking on the door, you can say, Ah, I see you, Mara. Welcome. Have some tea. Restlessness, doubt, and all these things. I see you, Mara. So you're all familiar with this. Many of you, you're teaching mindfulness, you've taken mindfulness-based stress reduction and you're getting these teachings about acknowledging what's here. This is the same thing.
，所以我们刚才说的就很清楚了，就是让我们去观察到、承认、接纳一切的呈现、发生，然后再更好的去面对它。I'd like to share with you a very、uh, descriptive reading from the Middle Ages by a French monk, Christian monk,、uh, Francois Fenelon. And I'll try to explain some of the meaning of this as we go along. 在我读的时候呢，我也会连读解释里面的那个意思是什么。In this first line, let, I'm curious to see whether you relate to this. 啊，他这一句呢，我也很有兴趣知道呢，我啊这句话没有刚才说的有有什么什么什么关系。So the word s go as the light increases, but we could say as our mindfulness increases. 第一句话说，当光线越来越明亮，啊，这一个我们可以把它理解成为当我们的觉察力越来越高的时候。So I'm gonna just read it through now and then, um, actually we'll just switch with Jimmy here. So, 所以现在呢，我们呃把它读一遍，然后呢，徐老师会帮帮我们把它读出来。So it goes as the light increases, we see ourselves to be worse than we thought. 当光线越来越明亮时，我们看到自己比原先所认知的还要糟糕。We are amazed at our former blindness as we see issuing forth from the depths of our heart a whole swarm of shameful feelings like filthy reptiles crawling from a hidden cave. 当我们看到自己从深层隐晦处出来时，会惊讶于自己先前的盲目，活像个肮脏的爬行动物，缓慢地露出隐秘的洞穴，塞满的是丢脸的羞愧的感觉。We never could have believed that we had harbored such things, and we stand aghast as we watch them gradually appear. 我们绝对不肯相信，这一切都是我们造成的。But while our faults diminish, the light way by which we see them waxes brighter, and we can be filled with horror. 然而，当我们的错误消失时，让我们看见错误的光会更明亮。此时，我们将充满敬畏。So here is where it gets hopeful in this next line. 那么上一句是一个让我们觉得是很有希望的一句话。Says, bear in mind for your comfort that we only perceive our malady when the cure begins. 为了让你好过一些，记得只有当治疗开始时，我们才能够觉知到病症。Bear in mind for your comfort we only perceive the malady when the cure begins. 只有当治疗开始时，我们才能觉知到病症。And another reading from Jennifer Wellwood called "Unconditional." She says, "Willing to experience aloneness, I discover connection everywhere." 这是另外一个另外一首诗，由珍妮佛所写的
，叫做无可限量。他是这么说的：愿意体验孤独，我才发现到处都是连接。Turning to face my fears, I meet the warrior who lives within. 面向恐惧，我才遇见内在的战士。Opening to my loss, I gain the embrace of the universe. 对失落打开心门，我才得到宇宙的拥抱。Surrendering into emptiness, I find fullness without end. 不再抗拒空虚，我才发现无限的充实。Each condition I flee from pursues me, while each condition I welcome transforms me. 我所逃避的一切都追赶着我，我所欢迎的一切都转化着我。Each condition I flee from pursues me. Each condition I welcome transforms me. 我所逃避的一切都追赶着我，而我所欢迎的一切都转化着我。So we're learning to turn into what's here. 所以我们在这里学习的是去面对。And we have the of these of and 我们,我们 about mindfulness, it is an incredible. Ability that we have as human beings to become aware of what's actually happening in the present moment. And we've begun to develop this mindfulness training to be more. Aware and present of direct experience of what's happening in our own body, mind, and heart. And the next factor of awakening is investigation, inquiry, curiosity. This is a quality of intimacy. I want to get to know you more. I want to understand what's here. And these teachings of mindfulness are always encouraging us to see for ourselves with our own direct experience. The quality of function of investigation is it helps to illuminate, to help turn the light on, to see more clearly what's here. 
做法，是不是要我们好像把一盏灯开亮，去看着我们要探点的每一个点，要我们好好的去用不同的角度去探点，去去理解我们在觉察的是什么。And when we get very curious, our energy begins to rise. We're getting into this. I want to know more. It's a feeling of aliveness. And that feeling of aliveness brings deep joy. That joy can be uplifting. And because of this joy, we can begin to get very contented, very tranquil, very calm. That joy leads to a sense of settledness. 因为我们从中感觉到这个喜悦，这个喜悦，所以同时让我们放松下来，让我们觉得非常的开心。That settledness leads to some very one-pointedness of mind and heart, getting very concentrated and steady. 而这一种探求，同时让我们心中喜悦的一种状态。And when the concentration is very developed, it becomes almost effortless. The last factor of awakening is equanimity or balance. It's the culmination of all of these other factors into deeper understanding, deeper wisdom. Having a wider and wise perspective. Yes, in life there's ups and downs, but you're getting less caught in them. You don't get as upset when things don't go your way. Lessened grasping and aversion, and seeing more clearly into the nature of things. 
And so it's important to understand that equanimity is not complacency or apathy. It's wisdom. It's understanding this nature of change. It's developing this wise relationship with ourselves in perspective. So all these factors begin to support and harmonize our own hearts. These awakening factors create conditions for the lessening of, uh, of suffering and deeper freedom. All of these teachings point to developing deeper understanding for this understanding is what begins to set us free. And suggest beginning to acknowledge what's here and letting it all be. So maybe I'll, I'll just uh, share a, a personal story to help illustrate this quality of investigation. There was a few people asking today, what do I do if I have an emotion that arises while I'm being mindful of the breath? And I replied that it's important to have wise discernment. If there's a strong emotional feeling, it might be right to just stay with it if you're feeling safe and just acknowledge and be curious about what's there. And 
也许一个聪明，一个有智慧的做法是，跟随一个长夜的情绪同处同在，去探索一下它里面的内容。And so it's a matter of、uh, feeling safe and curious and wanting to investigate a little bit more. 所以当中重点是，第一，我们会感觉首先感觉到安全，而且保有好奇心去。So many years ago, I was on the telephone talking with a hospital administrator about a mindfulness class. And I felt she wasn't understanding me, and I was getting more and more angry. But then I looked at my watch, and I saw that I had to get off the phone because I had to go teach a meditation. So I got off the phone without burning the bridge with this、uh, hospital administrator. And the whole way I drove to the hospital, I was like, when I get done with this meditation, I'm going to call her up and really let her have it. 然后在我开，然后我上了我的车，开车去医院去教啊接下来的课程时，我在车上的时候不停去想，哎，我上了这一节课，我一定要给他打再打电话，我要告诉他这个，告诉他那个，我不停的这样想。Well, I got into the meditation and I began to introduce everyone to the mindfulness of breathing, and then I began to be mindful of the breathing, and two seconds later. I was realizing I was so angry. I was saying, "When I get done with this meditation, I'm going to call up and blah 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 blah." Then I went to the hospital. I I tried to be with the breath, but it was futile. I was really angry. And so I realized、uh, being with the breath was impossible, and that I needed to turn my attention towards experiencing and feeling my anger. I felt the anger in my body. I felt rage and heat and tightness and. And that's all I knew to do was to let myself feel my feelings of anger and acknowledge them. 
去整理的时候，我要自己去做呢，就是充分的去感受这一种愤怒，承认我当时候是非常的愤怒。And gradually in time, a different feeling moved into my heart of one of deep sadness. 然后呢，一会之后，有另外一个新的情绪涌涌现，涌现来到我的心中、心房。这个是一个非常深度的悲伤。It was an old, familiar feeling of once again not being understood, not being seen. 这是一个，其实一个非常熟悉的一种感受的升起。这种感受的来源，来源于不被理解，或者没有被看见，不被聆听的这一种悲伤。And as I sat with the sad feelings and let myself experiencing them, gradually in time, another type of an insight arose. Why is it so much of the time I Need to get acceptance from someone outside of me to be understood. So, I I began to feel a new feeling of being content with who I am, that I didn't need to have this person outside of me to make me feel worthy or okay as a human being. Meditation ended. I drove home. There was no phone call to be made, and when I reflected wisely, the administrator wasn't really being too unreasonable. It just had activated this old deep wound inside me. So, this So I'll just end with a beautiful poem called "Allow" by Dana Falls. There's no controlling life. Try corralling a lightning bolt. Containing or tornado. Dam a stream and it'll create a new channel. 
在河中筑起水坝，将创造新的河道。Resist and the tides will sweep you off your feet. 抗拒，浪潮将席卷你的双足。Allow and grace will carry you to higher ground. 允许。The only safety lies in letting it all in. The wild and the weak, fear, fantasies, failures, and success. When loss rips off the doors of the heart, or sadness veils with your vision with despair, the practice becomes simply bearing the truth. And in the choice to let go. Of your known way of being, the whole world is revealed to your new eyes. Resist, and the tides will sweep you off your feet. Allow, and grace will carry you. To higher ground. Thank you for your attention and listening. So we can take about 15-20 minutes stretching. If you'd like to do some stretching or a little bit of walking, and bell will be rung.、Um, Let's say ten after nine, Eva, and、uh, and we'll come back for our last set. Thank you so much.